Well, good morning and welcome to today's episode of Transformed. Today, I want to talk to you about another one of our core values that we've discovered recently as a staff, and that core value is inspiration. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. And as before I go on, let me thank Park Home once again for our studio furniture and Taylor Design and Events for designing our studio. I, I told you a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to keep reading this each time we do this, that we as a staff went on a mini retreat and we um, discovered and we formed what would be the core values of our team. Um, and so let me read that to you once again, what it is that we came up with. We are servant leaders in an atmosphere of love, inspiration, and joy that in pursuit of kingdom purposes, as we work with passion, diligence, and faith, because we are compelled by the love of God. That word inspiration in there. You know, I love to be inspired. I love to inspire people. I love to be inspired. And, and I think it's really incredibly important that we live lives of inspiration um, because it, it really accomplishes so much. Um, let me give you a definition from Webster's Dictionary on the word inspiration. It means to spur on, to exert an animating, enlivening, or exalting influence on something, to influence, move, or guide by divine or supernatural inspiration, to draw forth or to bring out, to breathe or blow upon. Uh, and so this word inspiration has behind it this animating, uh, enlivening, distinguishing characteristic about it. So in our team, one of the things that we discussed is we want to exist and we want to operate with each other in an atmosphere of inspiration. All right. So first of all, what does that look like? Well, first of all, we want to be making sure that we are allowing ourselves to be inspired by God. Uh, God is a God of inspiration. His Holy Spirit inspired the scripture. The Bible tells us that all scripture was inspired by God. And yet, as you read the inspired word of God, you see this historical account of men and women throughout history who God had inspired and breathed upon and moved upon to do many exploits in his name. And so for us, we've got to be inspired by him to believe, to have faith, to take a move. We have to be inspired by him to act on what we believe. You know, we've done a number of things through the church that we've been blessed to be a part of that really took an act of faith. But the act of faith came upon believing what God was inspiring us to do as a church. And like I said, all through the scripture, we see this with men and women. God is the God of inspiration. And if we will uh, allow ourselves, and we will submit ourselves to hearing him, he breathes upon us through the Holy Spirit and inspires us to move and to do things in his name. And then we want to inspire and be inspired by each other. I'm convinced, I've often said this, when you look into the Old Testament, David, he killed Goliath. And yet there were four other giants. There were four brothers but David never killed another giant, but he did raise up underneath him giant killers. You see, I believe that giant killers inspire giant killers. I believe dreamers inspire dreamers and, and on and on we can go. Nehemiah inspired a group of people to begin a good work. Um, Joshua inspired the people to be able to go across the Jordan and go into the promised land. And so we see this all through scripture where one person was inspiring another. As a team, we want to inspire each other to dream. Yeah, go for it. 
and we got your back and we want to cheer you on. Uh, we want to inspire each other to attempt what might be considered the impossible by some. But we all know with God, nothing's impossible. We want to inspire each other to become better people, better family members, better leaders. And so there's this, uh, uh, um, this relationship where iron sharpens iron and we're inspiring one another. The writer to Hebrews said this, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds. So the writer saying, listen, let's do this. Let's hold on to our faith. Let's not waver because God who made the promises is faithful. And then based on that, let us consider, let us think, let us contemplate how we can spur, how we can inspire, how we can stimulate each other to love and good deeds, to love and good works, to love and the things that God wants us to do. And so the writer is saying, listen, you're important. You inspire each other. Let me ask you a question today. Who are the people in your life that inspire you? Who are people around you? If you Listen to me. If you don't have people around you who inspire you, get some new people around you. you, you <laughs> we get enough dream killers in the world. We, we got enough people who want to blow your candle out. Listen to me. If you don't have people in your life who inspire you, get, a, get some more people in your life and allow them to inspire you and you inspire them. Scripture says to do that. It says, let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembly together as some are in the habit of doing, but encourage one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. And so he's saying, listen, the body of believers come together. And when you come together, you are inspiring, you are encouraging, you are spurring one another on to love and good deeds. The body of Christ should be a group of people, of believers who are following Jesus, who exist in this covenant community of believers that are inspiring one another, encouraging one another, spurring one another on. That's what it should look like. And then the writer in Hebrews also said this, that remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of the, their way of life and imitate their faith. Hmm. Remember your leaders. You know, as a team, as a staff, as a pastor, we want to be an inspiration to those whom we've been called to lead. You know, I, I want our body, I want our, I want our people in our church, I want them to be inspired by the Word of God through the preaching. I want them to be inspired by what they hear from the Spirit of God. But I, I want them to be, I also want them to be inspired from things that we attempt as a staff. This is what the writer said. Consider your leaders, remember your leaders, and imitate their faith. What, I gotta ask myself this question sometimes. If my people are going to imitate something I have, what's it going to be? Now trust me, there are some things I don't want them to imitate. <laughs> there, are, there are some things that they should see and say, nope, not that. Ain't imitating that. But I hope that there have been some things through my leadership that they can see and say, you know what? That has inspired me. That I want to imitate. That I, you know what? I saw a pastor and I saw the leaders do that. We can do that. Um, and, and so I really believe that we need to live lives that are inspired first of all, by God, that we are inspired by others because that is scriptural. And yet also we live a life that inspires others. And that too is biblical. And, and so again, let me say this. 
if you don't have people in your life who are inspiring, you get more people in your life. All right. And then you go be an inspiration to others. But let's come back to the, this one point. The reason that we even do it all is because he first has influenced us. He has moved upon us. He has breathed upon us. The Holy Spirit who inspired the scripture is still the one who inspires human flesh. And so he's the one that draws forth that which God put in us at creation. He is the one that does it. He's the one that breathes and blows upon us. And so as he is our inspiration, may we live a life of inspiration and may we pass that on to others. So today, this week, go be an inspiration. God bless you. Have a great week.